why do NFTs or non-fungible tokens have the potential to disrupt the art market? This new investment phenomenon came to light when an animated GIF of Nyan Cat, which is a meme of a flying pop-tart cat, sold for more than 500,000 US dollars. Shortly after, musician Grimes sold her digital art for more than 6 million US dollars. HSC Paris Associate Professor of Finance Christoph Spangers explains how NFTs work and why they have become such big news for the investment world. NFT stands for Non-Fungible Token. You can think of an NFT as a unique electronic identifier that certifies ownership of any digital asset. A video clip, a tweet, a digital image, and so on. These certificates of ownership are recorded on a blockchain, which you can think of as a secure digital ledger. NFTs are typically minted or created through an NFT marketplace, after which they can be sold and traded between collectors and investors. Each NFT represents ownership of one particular object, and it is in this sense that they are non-fungible. Each NFT is different. Now note that NFTs can still be minted in limited editions, like prints or photographs for example, so that one digital asset can be owned by 5 or 50 different collectors. For example, there has been quite a bit of hype recently around the trading of NBA Top Shots, which are basketball video highlights that are sold in numbered editions. Two things are noteworthy. First, your ownership of the underlying digital asset is recorded on the blockchain, but the asset itself, let's say the image or the video, is not. The token will typically point to where the digital object can be found. This also means that one needs to think about who makes sure that the image or video remains stored somewhere, so that you do not end up owning a broken link. Second, if you buy the NFT, you can call yourself an owner of the underlying digital asset, but that doesn't transfer copyright to you, and it doesn't mean that other people can't see or download the same image from the internet or watch the same movie clip on YouTube. You may wonder why anybody would pay thousands or millions of euros for something that's available for free anyway. But that's always been the case in collectibles markets. Even perfect reproductions of paintings are only worth a fraction of the real thing. Art collectors often pay more for the warm glow associated with ownership than for the aesthetic pleasure. In the particular context of the art market, NFTs arguably solve a real problem. Normally digital files, and there's also digital art, can be freely and easily copied, downloaded and redistributed. What NFTs do is two things. First, they introduce a dimension of authenticity and certified ownership. And second, they create scarcity, as each digital artwork will only have one or at most a limited number of owners. This combination of certification of ownership on the one hand and the creation of scarcity on the other hand allows digital art to be collected and traded just like non-digital collectibles. But there are other ways in which NFTs may be disrupting the art market. First, they may lead to a change in the way that art is traded. Creators of digital artworks can sell directly to collectors through a platform, cutting out dealers and galleries. This may also explain why auction houses are so keen on entering this market to make sure that they're not skipped over themselves. Second, the NFT contracts can have a built-in feature that automatically gives artists a cut on any resale transaction in the future. And this is really nice because historically artists have not always benefited from the resales of their own work. We hear a lot about NFTs in the news these days because the transaction volume is really exploding. A watershed moment for NFTs and for the art market was a $69 million sale of a digital collage by an American artist called Beeple recently at Christie's. The sale immediately made Beeple the third most expensive living artist in the world. 
In mid-April, a single gray pixel by another crypto artist sold for $1.3 million at Sotheby's. And his work is really just a small gray square. And soon Christie's will sell a set of pixelated avatars called CryptoPunks, and the auction house's pre-sale estimate for this lot is $7 to $9 million. Outside of the art market, I already mentioned the hype around NBA video highlights. There was also an NFT on Twitter founder Jack Dorsey's first tweet that sold for about $3 million. And the American rock band Kings of Leon released their new album as an NFT, which generated $2 million. These prices are quite astonishing, and they make plenty of people scratch their heads. I do want to add, however, that a large majority of NFTs go for very modest prices. And the media are of course focusing on the tip of the iceberg. All this leads to the question of whether NFTs are the future of art collecting, or whether this is just a bubble. There's definitely many people who think that we're currently in a bubble. Even Beeple, the artist whose work sold for $69 million recently, said so. And it's clear that there's a number of important dangers or risks that potential NFT buyers should be aware of. First, it is unclear to what extent current market activity is being driven by collectors, who are really interested in the underlying artwork or objects, rather than speculators and crypto fans who just want to push prices higher. There's even people who say that much of NFT trading is just a joke, but that the people who are buying are in on the joke, so that they know it's ridiculous to spend so much money on a tweet or a JPEG, but still it's funny. This is a bit like what's happening in some cryptocurrency markets. Dogecoin, for example, recently appreciated in value enormously, even though it started as a joke. Second, there's the possibility of excess supply. Each individual object is unique or in limited supply, but there's a potentially unlimited amount of NFTs that can be created with very little effort. Any digital image or video or text can be turned into an NFT. And you see this happening. Lots of famous people and companies and organizations are trying to jump on the bandwagon and create their own NFTs. Not all of these will hold their value. Last, and most fundamentally, there's still a lot of uncertainty about valuation. For paintings, for example, we sort of know what the price hierarchy of artists is, because we have information on decades of transactions. Even for contemporary artists, there's the whole ecosystem of galleries, fairs, critics, and so on that determine market values. But a lot of the artworks that are now sold as NFTs are by artists or creators that are not part of the traditional art world and that do not have a sales history to speak of. A lot of the innovation in these works may also be technological rather than artistic or aesthetic. So it's really hard to evaluate whether paying $1.3 million for a single grey pixel is reasonable or not. Only time will tell, I guess. All this being said, it's normal for a new technology to be associated with some inflated expectations and speculation and experimentation and probably even some scams. But the NFT technology has a real use value, so even if some of the current hype may go away, NFTs will be here to stay.